On this week's episode of The Selling Podcast, we are back. This is part two of our interview with Logan Hunter, the founder of the company Sleep Tight and the Forever Tuck. Mike and I continually are impressed with his entrepreneurial journey. We pick it back up this week as he talks about things being mom approved. But before we do, let's get a little bit of background in the Forever Tuck. All right, we're recording. With over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us, we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet, sweet victory. Looking for inspirational entertainment, motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to The Selling Podcast. Um, so this is something that I was going through with my wife. And, you know, and I'm not a small guy. Um, I'm, a, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bigger guy. And so I'm, you know, 250 pounds. And my wife is not. I mean, she's, she's 110, 115 pounds. And so her chances of winning this bed fight every night were very slight, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, and so she was the one who usually woke up cold. And I hate making the bed, similar to what you were saying. I, I feel like it's, it's um, kind of silly. Like it's just not something that, that I, I really um, connected with. If, uh, you know, making my bed yep. just to mess it up the following night was not something that I could just never get on board with. Um, yep. <laughs> And so, because she cares, because she's the one who likes it nice, she was always the one stuck making the bed, right? Um, and so, last year, I woke I woke up one morning um, and let her know, hey, her name is Elizabeth. I said, Elizabeth, we need to fix this. I said, um, I need to find a set of sheets. Let's find a set of sheets that stays in place, that doesn't come off, that that fixes these issues, right? Because I hate waking up with the sheets tangled around my legs, um, the bed, you know, the bedding all over the place. And so um, I looked and I looked and I looked, um, you know, I went on multiple um, um, platforms with with e-commerce, um, yep. uh, multiple stores, looking, you know, bedding stores, just general stores, everything to go and find um, to see if I could find this. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And so that's when I saw an opportunity. So what I did was I designed the top sheet um, to mimic what the fitted sheet does down at the bottom of the bed um, to really just kind of hold it itself into place. And so um, I, I prototyped this this sheet, and what, what we did was um, took two elastics. We took a top sheet, cut the corners uh, into a square, sewed it down, put the elastic on there, um, and then you just kind of take those elastics and flip them around those corners. Um, fortunately for me, my mom is a professional seamstress. And so she was able to really bring this to life. She was the one who, who I took this design to, she brought it to life, um, and, and really made it a thing. Well, fast forward, um, a couple months and I took this to a mentor of mine who then connected me with, uh, the former CEO of purple mattress who took them public, Sam, Oh yeah. Um, and he was all about this, right? He was, he was very big. I mean, this is his world. I mean, he, he, he took purple to what it is now. Um, and so I sat down and had lunch with him one day and brought up the idea and, and he was wild about it. He, he, he really, really liked the idea. So we started working together a little bit. He showed me the reins of, of the patent and, and how to really do that. Um, kind of helped me validate it. And that was the biggest part is I needed to validate this idea and see if it was something that people really dealt with or if it was just a personal problem, you know, it was just some, was this something that I was high on or was it something that a lot of people dealt with? 
with the help of Sam and, and, and many other mentors of mine, um, I was able to put this out on social media. I was able to take this to fairs, um, take this to uh, a couple different places and really start validating before I put any money into it. Right. That's, I mean, it, with, with lean startup, with, with starting a company, um, I really didn't want to put any money into this until I knew that I had a problem that needed solving. Um, and so I didn't want to go create the solution to a problem that didn't even exist. Well, it caught on like wildfire and, um, people were, were, were ecstatic about this. You know, people slept in different bedding, slept with different covers, slept with different sheets. I mean, like there, there, there was a whole issue going on that people have even stopped sleeping with a top sheet because of these issues, because they, they, mm-hmm. they can't stand, um, this, this problem with, with the top sheets. And so we found out that it was, it really was a problem. It really was something that people were dealing with. Um, which is then where we, we kind of moved on to phase two, um, to manufacturing and and really pushing this forward. Logan, when you get to this point, I, I have yet to hear you hit a roadblock. I have yet to hear somebody say, ah, that's stupid. I have yet to hear at some point you're going to face opposition, correct? The biggest opposition I've faced, Scott, is that I don't have deep pocket sheets yet. These, <laughs> my, my biggest thing, my biggest thing is that my sheets go up to a 14 inch pocket. And this is actually something that we're solving um, here. Yeah, because this is the problem my wife brought to him. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So this is, yeah, so, so believe it or not, uh, right before, right before the, uh, right before the uh, home show, I actually got in touch with my manufacturer. And this is the beauty of having stuff American made is I got in touch with my manufacturer two weeks from that phone call. I will have deep pocket sheets. So next week, the end of the week or the beginning of the following week, I will have that the, the solution to my biggest roadblock is the reason I haven't sold more of these is because people want deep pocket sheets. Okay, let's hypothetically say somebody in our listen, listening audience, maybe even a host, doesn't know deep pocket sheets. What am I missing? <laughs> no, you're okay. Yeah, no, 100%. So, so you've got I mean, hypothetically speaking, sizes, right? You've got your bed hypothetically, in the it's not Scott. It's somebody else <laughs> named Scott. I have a friend. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> so you've got, different, you've got different depths of mattresses, Correct. right? Um, you've got your bed in the box, okay? You've got your, your, your mattresses that come in the mail, okay? And they're usually up to about eight inches thin. And then you've got your standard size mattresses that go up to 12 to 14 inches. And then you've got your thicker mattresses that are, they're called deep pocket mattresses. And those go up to about eight, anywhere between 16 and 20 inches, most commonly 18 inches. So the problem that I've been facing is when we- Plus, plus, then you have mattress toppers on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Things I didn't know about you. I didn't know you're a freaking high roller sleeper here. I'm not. I mean, how, I mean I'm the not. But in the my wife sleep, slept on less <laughs> less padding than you. Trust me, I am not. I could sleep on a board. However, my wife, <laughs> who I share the bed with, she likes a very soft, comfy topper, and so that's why we ran yep. into the problem that started the whole conversation with Logan. Yep. Gotcha. So deep pockets is, is basically the height of the mattress we're looking at. Yeah. So deep, so, okay. so deep pocket sheets, uh, just fit a thicker mattress. Um, and, and, and so that's been our biggest roadblock. Now, as far as 
Um, as far as opposition or 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 something that really um, <clears throat> has set us back, this would be this would be something. So this is something that I've realized, and this would be something that I would uh, that I would give advice to anybody who is thinking about starting their own company or has started their own company. Um, always, always, always plan on everything that you're planning on doing to take three times longer than what you're thinking. What do I mean by that is don't run out of money before you need, before, like don't spend all of your money um, before your runway is, is over. You have to give yourself the longest runway possible. And, and you know, nine times. Yep, I could have used you eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. Nine, yeah, nine exactly. times out of 10 companies fail not because their idea is bad or because the, you know because they're they they're they're not successful companies but because they run out of money before they actually make it so this the the, the biggest opposition that i've had okay the biggest struggle that i've had um was and, and i and i fortunately i i overcame this before it was an issue um but i thought things would go quicker than they did. Now I'm fortunate enough that I've been in this, I, I've been doing this for less than a year. So I say, I thought things would go quicker. It's been less than a year that I've been doing this. So things have gone very fast. Um, but I still had that almost that unrealistic, like mm-hmm. energy, right. That I thought that, Hey, my first week, I'm going to, I'm going to sell a thousand sets, you know? And, and so, and so the runway the runway that I have with the, with the, with the money that I've put into it, with the money that, um, that has been put into sleep tight and my parents have been big contributors as well. And so, uh, I, I haven't had to go out and find, um, outside funding, um, is that I need to make sure that I don't spend all of my money, um, faster than I can afford to. Um, so that's been the biggest opposition is, is just making sure that I don't go and try to spend my, um, I don't try to go and spend my way out of issues. Does that make sense? Um, Absolutely. And so, so like um, marketing and and um, advertising and stuff like that. Um, there's been some points where um, too much money has been put into something, and I realized that and had to stop. Had to stop putting it into that before I spent all of my money in in whatever it might be. Um, so I think that's the biggest opposition I've had outside of outside of um, the deep pockets. Um, but honestly, Scott, I think the biggest thing and is is I, I'm fortunate enough to have a commodity with a specialty. Does that make sense? Because mm, absolutely, everybody buys betting. It's this. I'm not. I'm not. Yep. Creating a new thing. I'm not trying to introduce a new thing to somebody. I don't have to go say, "Hey, this is something else for your bet." It's something they already buy with a bonus, and so I haven't had that opposition because nobody is opposed to betting. I mean, everybody has a Correct. bet. Everybody has sheets, you know. And so it's just it's this bonus that, hey, you already buy sheets. Why don't you buy sheets that are just strictly better than what you have? So, so, so when do you get into Marshalls? I'm just kidding. No, this is, this is, this is, it's, it's fascinating because it's, it's, you're right. This, when I look at betting, I'm not, I I really just don't focus on it much because I, I don't feel like there's a big differentiator. I feel like it is truly a commodity. And so it's, I don't care where I get it or what it is. It doesn't make that big a difference. I, I don't even care what color it is. 
That's before what you, you met what Logan. You're doing well, and that's exactly it. Is he's he Logan? You're taking a commodity and you're changing it drastically. You're doing something totally different to it. You're reinventing essentially a commodity, which yeah. is so crazy. On the sales side of that, you've sold many different things. How does selling a commodity differ than what you've sold in the past? Um, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing is just finding out how to show that it's not just another set of sheets. Uh, and and that's been that's been my biggest my biggest marketing question. That's been my biggest ads my biggest advertising question. Um, and Mike, having gone to the home show, there was a couple of other people there that had sheets that had mm-hmm. you know bedding and stuff. My yeah. setup was completely different than theirs because in order to show what my sheets do, I have to have a bed there. I have to have something to show them that hey. This isn't just a set of sheets. Like I'm not just going to put out all these sheets because if if the sheets is in this packaging, you don't know what's actually setting this apart. You don't know what's actually doing this. So all of my marketing, all of my my media, everything like that has been solely focused on the corners of that top sheet of the Forever Tuck. Um, so selling a commodity with a specialty is is really different than selling the commodity itself. The biggest thing, and, and this is actually something that I need to add to the website as well, is is really just focusing on what it does, not really what it is, but what it does, what what functions it serves. The mechanics. The mechanics so, of it, yeah. Logan, I, I thought of you, and then I, I started thinking about you, your topic of not many men or in the betting industry, and love him or hate him, I thought of Mike Lindell. Yes. And he's, he's so. sold over 41 million pillows. Marketing pillows. genius. Yeah, because he's differentiated how his pillow functions and what it does. Yep. And that to me is the brilliance of a commodity. If you yep. can distinguish it in the function. So I think you're on the right track doing that. Thank you. Yeah, you think about that. You think about these new bedding companies like Mike Lindell with MyPillow um, or, or the Pillow Cube. Right, these mm-hmm. these new companies that are coming out that are taking these right. commodities, um, and just rethinking and, them. Yeah, and you think about what Mike Lindell did. He sold pillows. This guy sold pillows, <laughs> right? Like, like it's it's crazy to think that. And, and then you think about like, well, why didn't anybody else think of that? Like, it's the twenty first century. Like, how how has it taken so long for somebody to come up with a pillow that side sleepers appreciate? You know, with, with yeah. pillow cube and stuff. And so, and so that's, that's my biggest thing is, okay, how do I take something like my pillow or pillow cube um, and, yeah. and really take something that every single house has in the, in the world? A, you need a jingle. I've got to have a jingle. I've got to have a jingle. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, well, what happens if you put the bed upside down? You can hang the bed from the ceiling and yeah. your bed sheet still stay in. I yeah. mean, that's, I love that concept yeah. of, Hey, these aren't going anywhere. No, it's, it's, it, that's, that's awesome. Have you started at what point did your mind start looking at other commodities in a new light? Um, so like I said, so with this, so part of our patent, um, includes, um, multiple other things. And one of them being, uh, the comforter itself, right. Um, 
throw throw blankets okay there's just there's so many different things and so many different commodities that we have that we're so used to them being the way they are we don't question if they can be better we don't question if if we can change them um and so you know so as as we start branching out and as we start growing these products are going to start coming out um that that serve the same purpose um but like i said not everybody uses a top sheet and there have been people that have purchased these that are now using a top sheet because they've they've realized that hey this solves the issues that prevented us from using a top sheet um so i i do actually like that we've got reviews on the site that's like hey you know i didn't use a set of sheets before like i didn't use a top sheet and now we are using a top sheet because it's just no longer an issue the sheets aren't stolen and the comforters aren't stolen um, but some people just don't like using a top sheet and that's totally fine i'm not here to convince people to try to use top sheets um but what i could do is and what we're planning yes, on sure is yes, sure. you're absolutely <laughs> there to convince I, people I, to use I a top am. sheet i am I, I i am but 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 here's the thing as well is um i part like i said part of that patent is just solving what they're using as well so if you're just using a comforter well i'm going to go and i'm going to create the same you know the same functioning idea for your comforter and now we've solved both sides of that coin um but it's 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 crazy scott to to go back to your question uh, as you start going down this road um you start really looking at a whole bunch of of, of different things or you you look at things differently you look you, you start realizing like hey what if we change this or hey what if we worked on this what if we worked on this and it becomes so much it, it also it, it almost becomes a distraction because look i've got one thing that i'm doing right now i can't go do 10 other things right yep great um, point and, and and so i've i've got to focus on i've got to focus on this while i do have other ideas i can't go do those right now because if i start spreading too thin each one of these is going to suffer instead of instead of thriving right um and and that's actually one thing that Sam um, from from Purple he he explained to me very well that when I came to him I, I did I had a bunch of different ideas and he helped me focus in and and really drive one idea and then when that idea is done you go to the next one and when I, that idea is done you go to the next one instead of trying to hammer three different things at the same time. Logan, I've been waiting to ask an expert in the field, how many pillows, throw pillows, do I need on my bed? You know what? This is a question. <laughs> this is a question that I feel like, again, this is just, this is just a thing that, that guys just really have a hard time just answering. Because for me, I don't care how many throw pillows are on my bed. It's my <laughs> wife who really likes to decorate the bed, you know? And so I just find that, you know what, you, you do your thing, uh, you decorate how it is. I'll take them off at the beginning or the, or the beginning of the night. And, uh, and then you decorate however you want to. So, so I'm going to leave that up in the air, Scott. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you a restriction on how many, on how many throw pillows you want to have if, on there. If you want, if you want it, the perfect insight, I think it's, I think it's Jim Gaffigan. I'm not sure. He does a routine on the number of throw pillows on the top of your bed. And he also explains the concept of making your bed every morning is similar to tying your shoes after you take them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. But the nice thing is this solves all of that. A place where I typically go just to do absolutely nothing. I don't even remember the majority (laughs) of my night's sleep. And yet, Logan, what you're doing is you're creating a new experience for me where my covers are not going to move. When I wake up in the morning and my wife doesn't say, again, you stole the sheets. Exactly. Logan, I'm excited to talk to you next time about how you solve my snoring. (laughs) You know what? I actually think snoring is just us bragging about how well we're sleeping. Like if you're snoring, <laughs> you're 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 vocally telling everybody around you, I am sleeping better than you right now. So <laughs> Logan, I love you, my wife will love you, and my therapist is going to hate you. <laughs> you are solving problems. Thank you. This is it's very impressive. We'd love to see what you've done. If you're interested to purchase an awesome pair of these sheets, go to go sleeptight.com. Logan. Thank you so much for joining this week's episode of The Selling Podcast. We really appreciate it. It's so fascinating to hear your story. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you. And we may reach out to you, too, for some pointers for our other company. You never Perfect. Know. That we will absolutely, absolutely need. All right. Well, if you see you, well, if and- you see a, a, a sale come through from Phoenix, Arizona, know that my wife agreed then. <laughs> Logan, thank, thank you so going. much. I we really it. appreciate it. You were fantastic. Yeah, thank awesome, so Logan. Much. I'll be in Thanks touch. Awesome. Excellent. Thanks, gentlemen. Right. Thanks, Thanks Logan. Enjoy appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.